Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Pre-Med Perspectives. Hope you guys are all doing well. It's me, Vigi, today, and I'm here with a very special guest, uh, Danush Bathala. Um, he is a Michigan State grad, and now he is an M1 at MSU Com. So he is also he was also a part of the Osteopathic Medical Scholars Program that me, Ambika, Isha are all and Lasya are all in. So it's really exciting to be here with them and talk to him about his experience. Danush and I actually went to high school together. We ran cross country together. So um, this is really cool that now we, he's here with us today. Uh, Danush, go ahead and introduce yourself just a bit. Yeah, hi everyone. I'm really happy to be here. And uh, thank you guys at uh, Pre-Med Perspectives for having me. Um, like VG said, um, I am a short high grad and MSU grad. And currently I'm a first year at MSU Com you know, just trying to make it through second semester of medical school. Yes, wonderful. And something really remarkable about Danush is that he is already in med school after completing only two years of undergrad. So he was able to finish up his bachelor's degree and be accepted into medical school at such a young age. And so and that's something that is, again, truly remarkable. Congrats to you. And so that's kind of what we really wanted to talk to him about today, especially like how does he do this and what is it like? So Danush first, um, tell us a little bit about um, what made you want to, you know, enter med school kind of earlier. Like what was your thought process behind doing that? Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, thank you for those kind words. Um, essentially, you know, um, you know, obviously medical, you know, the medical journey is a long path with, you know, usually, you know, four years of undergrad, four years of medical school and you know you know so many years of residency depending on which specialty um you want to go to and fellowship on top of that and you know some specialties have a super fellowship as well and um you know just you know just seeing all like my mentors and you know interacting with the residents and the fellows while i was shadowing um you know over the summers for you know all my years of high school and college i saw that like you know a lot of the people that started working when they were working they were like but, you know, by like, you know, a CS major standpoint or like, you know, a law, even like a lawyer's perspective, right? They were pretty old, you know, before they started working. Like most people, you know, finished medical school at like, you know, 28, 29, 30. And then once they finish their residency, they might be like 32, 33 and sometimes even older. So one of the main motivators was, you know, just to get a bit of a head start on my career. Um, and I'm, I'm probably going to change my mind so many times. But right now, I'm pretty sure I want to go into cardiology. And that's six years after medical school, like the, that's without, that's just like a general cardiologist as you know. So, you know, just to get a head start, head start um, just to, you know, save two years there, uh, two years of tuition as well. Um, so those are mainly uh, the reasons why um, I graduated in two years. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially like you were saying, um, people who are really into the, into the medical field, like the attending physicians, they, they are old and then, um, it's definitely a long path. So I understand what you're saying and trying to, you know, make that a little bit shorter. Also, I probably, you're probably going to be a little less burnt out by the end of it, cutting off those two extra years of studying. So um, that's, uh, that's a good um, reasoning behind it. Also, good luck with the cardiology if that is what you end up pursuing. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty competitive. So we'll see, you know, you have to apply after internal medicine as well. So yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, but you got time for that. So um, something else I kind of want to talk to you about is 
how were you able to finish in two? Because um, that itself, you know, obviously anyone can plan saying, oh, like, I want to graduate early, but not everyone, you know, is able to actually complete everything on time. So how did you set yourself up for success so that you would be able to finish, you'd be able to finish all of your like prerequisites and, um, you know, finish your major, just kind of how did you go about doing that? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And, um, you know, like, the answer is pretty simple, you know, it was just AP credits, you know, like, it wasn't anything crazy, like, you know, it wasn't that I found the classes super easy in undergrad, or that I took a lot of credits, because I just took the normal amount of credits, you know, 15, like, I don't remember what exactly, I think it was like 15, 17, uh, 19, and then 14 for my four semesters at MSU. Um, so yeah, like, like you'd imagine, the biggest thing was AP credits. So I came in with um, 62 credits, I think. And uh, I used all of them, you know, I didn't deny any of them. Um, so I used all of them. And yeah, so that, that covered exactly half of, you know, my undergrad requirements for uh, human bio. So yeah, I came in with covering exactly half and it was all like, you know, the Briggs bio, the Briggs chem or like university chem, depending on, you know, which one you choose to take. Um, so yeah, it covered exactly half of my uh, pre-requirements, prerequisites for human bio. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So um, to our listeners out there, I just kind of want to point out you need to start preparing in high school. This is why it's so important because, like, Danish was able to, like, do all of this because of those AP credits. So I also think, like, that's kind of the perk of going to, you know, Michigan State. They take a lot of credit. I know it's helped me to bypass a lot of intra-level courses and just, you know, be able to do more in the time that I'm here. So um, that's really good that you kind of maximized on your experience in high school you know, you knew what you wanted to do and you took the corresponding courses and that now um, in undergrad, you know, you were able to kind of bypass those prereqs and really go straight into your, you know, higher level courses. So again, that really shows like the importance of working hard in high school. So that was um, good planning on your part. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, I just want to emphasize that, you know, that's definitely not what everyone should do. And, you know, it's definitely not for all people too. Um, I was in a pretty unique situation where, um, you know, I was in OMSP. So like, I was pretty sure I wanted to go to comm, you know, so, um, so, you know, that's why I, you know, did the two plus four path, I guess, if you will. Um, but obviously, you know, you can still benefit a lot with the credits, even if you don't want to um, graduate in two years. Um, like if you really want to get into like, you know, a super, like if you want to get into like Harvard or something, right. Um, and you came in with 60 credits instead of graduating in two years, you know, you can stay for all four and you'd be able to get a triple major with just taking a normal amount of credits, right? Literally just taking 15 uh, credits every semester, um, you'd be able to get at least a double major. Like, I'm pretty sure you can get a triple major. So like, you know, the, the, the you know, the AP credits thing, it's not just for people that want to graduate in two years. You can take that, you can use that to your advantage um, to be able to, you know, get a double major um, and, you know, even a couple minors um, without taking any extra you know, classes or having extra coursework. Yeah, that's actually a really good point that I'm glad you brought up. So that, um, again, like you already were in an accelerated med, pro like a direct med program, and you didn't have to take the MCAT because that's also a big thing. If people were to take the MCAT, then like, where do you even prep in that two years? So I think that's a really good point that you mentioned that, you know, you kind of knew like for sure, like, okay, medicine is it. And you knew that you wanted to go to comm, you weren't like, too worried about, oh, do I want to go elsewhere? So I think, again, that's also a good point that you bring up that that route is not always for everyone, but, um, and there's other perks. Like you said, actually, with my um, 
AP credit, I was actually going to do a dual degree so I could study um, both nutrition and human bio because those are like kind of my varied interests. And so um, like even between us, we kind of take like slightly different paths with that AP credit. So um, that was a really good point that you brought up. Yep, for sure. And um, now moving into med school, um, I kind of want to talk to you about um, what is it like? Do you notice the age gap at all? Does it do people look at you differently or does it really not come up at all? Just, you know, what is it like? Yeah, in fact, uh, most people didn't find out actually until it was my uh, 20th birthday last month. Um, yes, up until then, like, That's they didn't know. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, up until then, like, they didn't really know I was 19. And, you know, it's not like, you know, the difference between 19 and like 23 or like 20 and 24, it's not like as big as like, you know, you know, you would think, right? I mean, it, you just like, as long as you're like a normal person, you know, like, it's not, you're not really going to stand out just because of that. You know what I mean? So like, it, it wasn't really a big deal. I don't really see it, you know, negatively impacting me in any way. Um, but definitely the older, um, my older classmates, those that have masters, um, several even have PhDs, I'm pretty sure. So, um, you know, they, they do like, you know, they've definitely seen like a lot more of life, if you will. So like, I don't know, just the way they approach things, I guess it's more like, like with, like, you know, they know it's going to be okay, you know, because they've just, you know, seen some, like some of them had careers for like, you know, a decade or more. So like, they've just seen a lot. So they're basically ready because, you know, um, they've just experienced so much more of life, I guess, than I have. Um, but yeah, I don't think like the age thing, other than that, it, I don't think it impacts me like negatively or positively in any way. Um, yeah, it's, it's not really that big of a factor, I would say. Okay, that's good to know. So that um, you felt like you were still, um, you know, at level with your other um, med students, but obviously some just had more life experience experiences, especially those who were pursuing, you know, medicine as their second career or just pursued other masters or gap years and things like that. But I'm glad that, you know, it's not in a really um, negative light or even positive light. Some people just don't want that extra attention. So, um, that's good that you felt that, you know, you were able to, you know, kind of fit right in and that honestly people didn't know. So uh, that's, that's kind of good to hear that, you know, med school is still going well. So kind of just on the topic, how is med school going for you? Like, I just want to know again with kind of like the age thing, do you feel that it's any like harder because of that or not really? Is it just kind of the same level of difficulty? Yeah. So that's a good question. And, you know, one thing I feel like, you know, like, personally, I don't think it's that big of a deal, like, the whole, you know, nineteen twenty thing. Just because um, because going into college, you know, like, you're taking the course load of juniors and seniors, and if you did okay in that, then, you know, academically, you're no different from, you know, a normal junior and senior um, that's applying and got into medical school, you know. So coming in as a first year and taking, like, anatomy and biochem and orgo and all those things, you know, that people would generally take during the junior and senior year, um, their third and fourth year, I mean, um, you know, so you get used to the course load, right? So you get used to the course load. So you've seen the same amount of like, you know, academic content and academic difficulty of, you know, any other normal four-year graduate or five-year graduate, right? So it's not like, you know, they're just plucking you out of sophomore year of college, just having taken, you know, general bio and, you know, gen chem and, you know, dropping you in med school, right? So if you take this path or, you know, if you graduate in three years or even four years, you know, 
you're going to be ready for med school. I mean, because you've taken, assuming, you know, you've done well in undergrad and taken the required um, prereqs, um, you basically have the academic foundation, you know. Does that mean med school is going to be easy? Like, no way, right? Like, I've studied more in, like, one week in medical school than I used to in, like, almost a month in undergrad, like, at least three, four weeks, right? So the amount of content is pretty insane. Um, but, you know, everyone finds their way. Um, you know, at the end of the day, everyone does make it through and become a doctor. So, you know, just try to look at the end result and try to enjoy the road along the way is my motto right now. Yeah, that's, um, that makes sense. So um, I kind of got what you're saying in the sense that like, you've still have, you know, a bachelor's degree, you still completed all those higher level courses. And so that way, um, the age didn't really impact you as much there. And so um, just kind of going for our like last question of the night that before we wrap up, I just want to know, um, you know, when presenting yourself on your med school application or um, in the interview, did you feel any extra pressure to prove that, you know, you were mature or things like that, or that you had enough experience to enter med school earlier? Just, or do you think that um, you kind of just laid it all out there and, you know, let what happened happen? Yeah, that's a really good question. And, you know, I generally did feel, feel like I was ready. Um, one of the biggest things um, you know, besides, you know, having taken the classes and, you know, having graduated um, was the clinical experience I had um, since like the sophomore summer of high school, you know, I've had a lot of meaningful, you know, clinical experience, um, like shadowing with mentors that allowed me, you know, to see patients, you know, come up with differentials. And, you know, as a high schooler, and, you know, I did this through undergrad as well, you know, I was wrong most of the time. And, even during the times I was right, you know, it was at a very basic and surface level, right? Like I wasn't like, you know, they weren't expecting me to perform at the level of a medical student or definitely not like a resident or anything, but just having that experience in the clinic, you know, seeing patient, you know, seeing in quotation, marks, you know, like, you know, just doing like a basic interview, you know, asking them what's wrong, asking them what they're in today. And you're just noticing patterns, right? Like, especially with cardiology, you know, um, with regards to shadowing and doing research in cardiology, you know, it was with the same mentor, um, still is, and it was for, I think, four years now, right? So four years now. So, you know, you just start to notice patterns, you know, like, you know, someone comes in high blood pressure, you start noticing that, okay, you know, most of the time you prescribe beta blockers, right? And, um, you know, if it's not working, you might want to increase the dose in this way. Um, you know, just looking at, you know, TEEs, you know, just seeing the abnormalities, you might not see it the first time, but when you look at it every single day over the summer for four years, you know, you start noticing stuff and like, you know, just, you just, you definitely feel like you're learning. So I think just having that clinical experience and it's not like the raw number of hours, which I think I had, um, but it's just more that it was super meaningful and I learned a lot. Um, and I feel like I had the same experience as someone um, that took a gap year or, you know, you know, gap year or two just to pursue that. Um, just because I did start a bit earlier in high school, like I said. So I did really feel like, you know, I was ready. I'm like, I don't know for sure if like, obviously like the people looking at my applications felt that way. Uh, but personally, I did feel like, you know, I had the experience that I needed. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I think that really goes to the fact that, again, you kind of started at early, you started early, especially sophomore year of high school, um, you know, where you were getting that meaningful experience from then. And so that makes sense that, you know, by that time, even though you were younger, since you had started earlier, you still had, you know, a couple of years of experience before applying. And again, none of us can say what the admissions committee thought, but hey, you're in now, so they must have thought something good, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's it for today's episode. Again, thank you, Zanoush, so much for taking time out of your busy med school uh, student life to talk to us today about your um, really interesting and unique journey to medicine. Um, again, congrats again on being uh, a 19-year-old and now 20-year-old med student. And um, best of luck for the future if you, you know, whatever specialty you end up pursuing, may it be cardiology or anything like that, I'm sure you'll do great. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. Um, yeah, it's been pretty fun. <laughs> and then um, catch us uh, next week for another episode on the pre-med perspectives. Um, see you guys next week. <laughs>